Oh shit, are we recording? What's up? This is the Fuck the Status Quo podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blake, and this is a place where we discuss getting your shit together. Why? Because the more people on the planet getting their shit together and being the best version of themselves means the less assholes there are. I'm down for that. Are you down for that? All right, let's go. up Steph welcome back are we talking shit today actually you know what would be a great example of what we're talking shit about what we're going to talk shit about is when people compare cats and dogs and hopefully by the end of this episode you will not be doing that because that ain't the way to go here (laughs) and you will find out why (laughs) philosophical I love it So we're going to be talking about cats versus dogs today because we fucking feel like it and we can talk whatever we want to about. So <laughs> I'll let you start, Steph. Let's get into it. I love this. So first of all, you know how they say in every relationship, there's somebody with the black cat energy and then the other person has the golden retriever energy. So Ellie, which one do you think I am in my relationship? <laughs> I'm torn. I feel like you're the black cat. Yes. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I feel like you are the golden retriever. Nope, I'm the black cat. No. Oh my gosh. I feel like you're the golden retriever in this relationship. Yeah. Me and you. True that. <laughs> I've actually never heard anybody say that question before, though, just so you know. Really? Like, you know how there's a black cat in a relationship? I'm like, no, I've never heard of that in my life. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Maybe it's just, I definitely know people say like, oh, black cat energy or golden retriever energy. But maybe I'm the one that's like, oh, there is like a cat personality and a dog personality in every relationship. Yes, this makes sense. And this gets into the questions that I was thinking about too, when we decided to talk about cats and dogs. And for the (laughs) record, everyone, we were going to talk shit about billionaires. And I will say I don't really know where I was going with it. I think like the Titan sub was like a big thing and then some other billionaire died. And it turns out if you like try to research much of anything about billionaires on the internet, there's like nothing. So of course there isn't. Shocking. (laughs) I was like, well, I should have known better about this. So anyways, if you're a billionaire, Oprah's probably great. The rest of them, mm, (laughs) probably not. And now we're here talking about cats and dogs. So me, I will say I am definitely a dog person. I love my fucking dog, but I am allergic to cats. So I'm very curious about them, but it's like, I can't, I can't have one of those. <laughs> like if I'm around one of them, it's not going to kill me. But like, if I go over to a friend's house that has cats, like I'll just be sneezing a lot and like itching my nose. So it's just annoying. I think that if I had one, I could figure out a way to like deal but I'm very curious about them. And it was funny to just like the little research that I did about like cats versus dogs. I'm like, cats are pretty badass. (laughs) Thank you. I feel like cats are extremely underrated or I guess the better word would be misunderstood Mm -hmm. because a lot of people automatically just compare cats and dogs to one another when they're two completely different animals. The only thing that they have in common is they're like pets in people's homes. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, people, you know, look at a dog and they're like, oh, this cat doesn't act like this dog. Why? When, I don't know, like once we understand something better, we have a better appreciation for it. 
Yeah. And I feel like people don't really know a lot about cats because they're getting compared to dogs all the time. Yeah. That's a good point. I watched this little like video. It's only like 15 minutes long. I'll have a Lou link it. It was just like the differences between cats and dogs. And it said that dogs are more similar to a walrus than they are to cats. And I was like, what? That's crazy. How? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I oh, like, it didn't say? Uh, just like they're like, what's that? The genealogy? Is that the word? <laughs> like <laughs> what they evolved from eventually, I guess. They're more oh. similar to like a walrus than they are to cats, which I thought was very interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, because they're basically the premise of the video was like, these animals are not alike at all. I just thought it was crazy because it said that dogs were more like a walrus. And also, I, this sounds really fucking stupid in hindsight. Like, duh, I knew this. But it was like, cats have claws. Dogs have nails. I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, for some reason, I just never even thought about that before. I'm like, oh, that's actually fucking true. It was interesting. I wonder if because they have claws instead of nails, that's why cats would get declawed. I mean, I know that's definitely like becoming illegal in a lot of places these days because it's so cruel. But like, it's just interesting to me that dogs have never, you know, like in yeah. comparison, right? Like, you don't declaw your dog, but it was normal for cats to get declawed, even though it's like a cruel, yeah. fucking inhumane thing to do. The video that I watched told like a little bit about just the history of like the domestication of cats and dogs. And it said like dogs, it was like 14,000 years ago ish. And they evolved with humans because they would like help us hunt. And then, you know, they got to share our food with us and stuff like that. And cats were like scavengers. Like they came into into play to help with farmers and they were like storing a bunch of wheat, I think it was, or like grain. And it attracted the cats because it was attracting all these rodents. And so the cats like started killing the rats and stuff. So the humans were like, okay, like, you know, we're cool with the cats being here. And obviously the cats were like, fuck yeah, food. So just the way that they became like companions with humans was like totally different. Like dogs, now when I look at it, I'm like, dogs are like the lazy, like friend, we love them. But the cats are like the badasses. I'm like, (laughs) I love that story. Because I've always known, I mean, not always, but for a while I've known that cats domesticated themselves. Like they were the ones that were like, hey, human, like, I'm going to be, yeah, you know, you're a fucking pet. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, they're so smart. Take me home with you. <laughs> okay, I will say that in Greece last month, there were fucking cats everywhere. Like, you go to the restaurants and there's just cats in the restaurant and they're, like, begging for food at your tables and stuff. And me, I'm like, oh, you're so cute. Like, here you go. But the locals, like, hate them. And they're like, these are the laziest cats ever. Like, they don't do shit. They just, like, are breeding and all over the place. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) That's how Mexico is, too. Yeah. I was in Isle de Carmen. Same thing. The first time I went there, the cats were super nice. But then a couple years, like, later, I went there again. And they were, like, very vicious. But more, like, to each other. Because they were, like, fighting over, like, the food and shit. Yeah. I have this one black cat. I would see him one night. And then, like, a couple hours later, I'd see him again. And then, like, the next day, he was, like, following me to my room. Like, he was, like, following me, like, throughout the weekend. I was very tempted. Very tempted. (laughs) That's like me with dogs. There's a lot of stray dogs in Puerto Rico. And I just want to take them all home with me. I want to take every stray animal home with me. And now I'm like, okay, I could totally have a cat. Is it fucked up to just leave them outside? I don't think it is with cats. Like, as long as you feed them and stuff. 
I was like, that'd be nice to have like a rodent killer around my house, but not in my house because of allergies, you know? <laughs> yeah. I've never had an outdoor cat, but they're definitely a thing. Yeah. I was that person, that child that would literally bring every stray animal home. My dad would get so mad. <laughs> I would like find dogs on Craigslist and adopt them and then like have one of my friends like pretend to be like a parent and like talk to this person on the phone like yeah my dad said it's fine here he is and it's like oh you went like that far oh yeah <laughs> I, I just like, met like animals I found on the street <laughs> I mean I did that a couple times too but I, then like one time my parents were like this is like a purebred Pomeranian like where did you get this from <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I'm like what they're like bring this dog back home i'm like oh okay <laughs> that is hilarious <laughs> you have two cats though yes i have three. Oh shit i didn't know you had three yeah so i have oriana she's a diluted torty which she has like she's all gray and she's got like blonde patches okay all over and typically you'll only see these in calico cats calico cats are like the considered like the torties like cousins mm-hmm. in the family they're like white with um like orange and black kind of spots you only see them as females like they're never born as male cats which is really interesting because i have a diluted torty and my cousin has the cousin of that which is the calico yeah and they're both girl cats and then i adopted Karma and Dharma, they're two black cat siblings at the same, they're a bonded pair. So I've never had three before, but I just, I wanted to get this pair together. So they're babies and Oriana, she's like, she's the OG. How does she feel? Actually, her birthday's today. Happy birthday, Oriana. Oh, I'm such a cat mom. (laughs) Give her some catnip. (laughs) Definitely. She'll get some wet food today with a little candle in it. I'll send you a picture. (laughs) that's cute though you have little siblings yeah yeah it's nice to have because they say that kittens or just any cats in general a bored cat is a destructive cat so they always say especially when they're young to have a pair so they can like you know just keep each other company and busy and entertained and i've noticed too like with karma and dharma they don't tear up shit like i've had past kittens do that's nice yeah. I think when I was little, we had a cat. <laughs> we found a stray. It was an actual stray. And me and my brother were like three and we named it Baby Kitty. Like real fucking clever guys. <laughs> my first cat's name was Baby. <laughs> so. <laughs> and then we like moved to a new house when we were like seven and she just never like came back like we obviously brought her with us to the new house but she like went outside I don't know if she was just like lost like where the fuck am I but she like never came back we never had any cats after that we always had dogs so I've always been like super attached to dogs and then you know my dog now Collins who's not in the podcast studio today because he's being fucking reckless (laughs) I got him when he was a baby now he's an old man But when I was just kind of, like, trying to think, like, okay, we're going to be talking on the episode about cats and dogs, like, besides, like, the differences of, like, claws and nails and paws and whatever, like, can we talk about? And I was like, you know what's really interesting to think about is, like, you know, not including people that have allergies like me, but, like, what, what makes, like, somebody be, like, a cat person or a dog person? Like, why is that their companion of choice? And, like, for me, I think it's, like, opposites attract because I'm, like... I'm not a hugger. I'm not a very affectionate person. I've been told by just about every ex that I have had that I like my dog more than them. I'm like, true dad. 
But, like, I cuddle with him, you know? Like, he's my little baby. I cuddle the shit out of him, and he just, like, follows me around everywhere I go. And if it was a human doing that, I'd be like, fuck off. Like, you're in my space. I need you away. But I think with him, it's like, it's okay, because he's an animal. (laughs) So (laughs) that's what I thought of. I was like, I'm totally like a cat. Like, if I was a person... I mean, I am a person. If I was, <laughs> if I had to pick, like, if I was a cat or a dog, I totally, I'm like, I'm a fucking cat. Like, that energy of, like, leave me alone. I'm independent. Like, I'm going to do my own thing. Like, fuck off. I might be affectionate and I might fucking tell you to get out of my face. I'm like, that's totally my energy. So I think for me, I'm like, I needed the lovey-dovey, like, little cuddler doofus that Collins is. I love that. And that's actually interesting that you said, like, I'm not really an affectionate person because they say that people that prefer dogs are actually wanting companionship from a pet, whereas people that prefer cats want affection from a pet. Interesting. And um, you mentioned too about how like the one time you had a cat for like a very short period of time, like how long would you say you had that cat for? Probably like maybe four years. I was very young. How young? Like I want to say we found her when we were like three and then we moved to our new house when we were seven. So, you know, four, seven years old. Okay. Yeah. They say that if you aren't exposed to cats as a child, um, you're more likely to be allergic to them because the more you're exposed to a cat when you're younger, you kind of like just grow mm-hmm. immunity to like their dander and like yeah. their fur. I think she stayed like outside for the most part too. I don't think she was like, yeah. The- which that makes a difference but yeah it makes sense because um like Derek's grandma on his dad's side super allergic to cats and Derek's dad is a little bit allergic to cats and they like were like oh he's probably going to be allergic and blah 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 I also take it with a grain of salt when people say they have cat allergies because Mm -hmm. I feel like people either one over exaggerate or they're two straight up lying (laughs) or three they are like really allergic but yeah, I, I don't know. Derek's had cats around since he was two or three and it doesn't bother him whatsoever. Yeah. He actually prefers them because dogs are like way too much up in his shit. And being a kid with autism, like you do yeah. not want like dog energy in your fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> Especially puppies just like, whoa, I'd be like, get off of me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I went to like an allergies, you know, when they like prick you all over and shit. Mm -hmm. I went to an allergy specialist when I lived in Austin and I was like convinced I was like I'm allergic to my dogs or like their dander or something and then turns out like the results come back I have like no dog allergies at all and my biggest was like mold trees and cat dander and I was like that's so random like (laughs) like, because to me I, I don't know I guess it Cats and dogs, they're not the same thing. We've already established this. But I would think that, like, if I was allergic to cats, that I'd be allergic to dogs, too. I don't know. It was just kind of weird to me. Because my dog sheds like a motherfucker. They definitely have different kind of fur. Yeah, like, I don't know. I grew up having a dog, though. Like, we got Smokey when I was, like, seven. I mean, like I said, we had the cat, but she was an outdoor cat. And then I was with him, and he slept in my bed every night. So it's like, at some point, I don't know. I think, you know how they tell you to take, like, local honey to help with your allergies? Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole premise of that is, like, you're exposing yourself to the allergies, like, in small amounts so that your body, like, builds an immunity from it. So that just totally makes sense what you're saying is, like, yeah, you might be allergic to cats because you never were fucking around them. And <laughs> used to them. Anna, it makes a difference too, because some people will be like, 
oh, the only cat I had was like a family cat. And I, you know, like that cat was like so mean. I never liked the cat. Mm-hmm. It like once you have your own cat and like you are the owner of that cat, like yeah. that's when you will like reap all of the benefits of like only having a cat as a pet because cats, unlike dogs, dogs are more like food motivated, mm-hmm. like to train and everything. And cats, don't get me wrong, like they love meat, little carnivores, um, but they are more like owner appreciation motivated. So like when you train a cat, you can't yell at them. Like you can't use like discipline to teach a cat. Like they're motivated by like your affection. They're motivated by your attention, by how much you're around them. And they definitely prefer their owners like over anyone else. So like, for example, I used to try to yell at karma. She would like, what would she do? She would do weird shit. She'd be like licking my TV or, (laughs) or like just being really hyper and like scratching a couch that she's not supposed to be. And I used to like yell at her and be like, karma, no, get down. And she would just stare at me and be like, what the fuck? And then once I learned that, which I actually learned like, a lot about cats in the Netflix documentary Inside a Cat's Mind, which will be linked in the show notes. Um, but when I learned that about cats, instead, now when she does something I don't like, I'll be like, Carmel, come here. And then like when I say it in more of like a happy, excited voice, like then she like runs to me. Mm-hmm. And then just like, yeah, giving her like positive reinforcement, like, oh, good girl, and like petting her and stuff. And yeah, like showing her like, oh, if you're over here that's where you're going to get the love and attention. Not when you're doing that dumb shit over there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you have cats when you were a kid? Yeah, I didn't get my first cat though until I was 12. Okay. Do you feel like overall, is it kind of like dogs? Like some of them are just easier to train than others? Or do you feel like they're pretty smart? As long as you know how to train a cat, cats are very intelligent. You can train any cat, any breed. I feel like it depends with the breed in a dog, how easy they are to train. Yeah. I've never like had a pet as a dog or a dog as a pet. (laughs) But yeah, I do know that like different breed. I'm learning like different breeds are like some are trainable, some aren't, some are better as like adventure, you know, dogs and some are better like just at home or with one person. Cats definitely have different personalities Mm -hmm. depending on the breed, but overall, as far as like how they can be trained and like their intelligence, I feel like it's kind of the same across the board. Yeah. Interesting. Like me and Ben have talked about this a lot the last few years. We're both like, I want to get a cat, but like the allergies, like fuck. I mean, they definitely have a hypoallergenic breeds yeah my uncles have those hairless ones they're pretty well i mean they're not all hairless like there's different breeds they don't have to be hairless necessarily to be hypoallergenic they're like so ugly that they're so cute (laughs) oh the hairless ones that look like aliens they literally it's like what is this just like sack of skin (laughs) okay so here is the best 10 hypoallergenic cat breeds Number one, super interesting. I wouldn't think this would be the number one. A Balinese. It's a long-haired Siamese cat. What fucking cat is in that movie? (laughs) Wait, what movie? I don't know. I just feel like I know that cat from some crazy kids movie or something. Oh, maybe he kind of reminds you with the blue eyes of um, Mr. Bigglesworth (laughs) from Austin Powers. But that was a white cat, I think. (laughs) She knows her cats. 
She knows her cat celeb. <laughs> Number two hypoallergenic cat is a Siberian cat. Okay. I like those ones that look like tigers. Are those hypoallergenic? Me too. Oh, oh. Bengals? Wait, where? Bengals is on this list. Yes. I saw it. Russian blue. Oh, my first cat was a Russian blue. It's like a gray cat with green emerald eyes. Cute. Yeah, those are the hypoallergenic. Interesting that I grew up, my first cat was a Russian blue and it's a hypoallergenic cat and I'm not like allergic to cats at all. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So I don't have to get a hairless one. <laughs> you don't. I mean, unless you want one of them. They're, this is actually not on, that's not on the list for the best at oh. the top <laughs> Like the extreme like calm the fuck down here's <laughs> here's a pet with hair that you can have you psycho <laughs> it's like um kim possible that naked mole rat <laughs> i don't remember him oh my god you never watched kim possible on disney i did but i don't remember that character it was her friend <laughs> What's his name? Ron? I don't know. He had yes, Ron. It was a naked mole rat. Rufus. Why do I remember all of this? It was his pet? Did he, like, carry it around with him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. It was hideous. It was terrifying. Like, who would carry that fucking... It looked like a potato. Have you ever pet one? Like, not a mole rat, but a, a hairless cat? Yeah, my uncles had three of them. I think they oh, have yeah, three now, that. but they feel really weird. But they're so cute. They're so cute and ugly. <laughs> oh, and I did before, I just forget to say this, because I did want to tell this to people, and I learned this from that documentary, actually. <laughs> but people also don't know how to approach cats. Okay, what's the proper technique? <laughs> how would you, Ellie, just like nonchalantly approach a cat? Okay, I'll tell you exactly what I do. I go like this. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> love it anything you do with your hands or your body or anything i feel like i hold my hand out like to see if they want to come up to it and sniff it oh. and i'm like meow and then does that work sometimes <laughs> when they like purr at me and stuff and i'm like oh we're friends oh love it love I it don't, i don't really interact with a lot of cats but that's my technique <laughs> and then how would you um approach a dog um i would be like hi buddy <laughs> Rub his ears, scratch his butt. Okay. Petting. Love that. I feel like you actually approach cats like pretty well for not knowing like <laughs> much and being more of a dog person because usually people will approach a cat how they would approach a dog, like how you described how you would approach a dog. Hey, That's usually what people, and they're like touching them right away or trying to anyways. Yeah. So the best way to approach a cat, especially if they seem skittish, and I promise you like this works so, so well is you first like want to make your body smaller and the best way to do that is to turn to your side like not like facing them shoulder to shoulder mm -hmm. like turning to your side and then like kind of like starting to crouch down minimal eye contact hard to hear myself <laughs> yeah minimal i mean you can meow you can totally do the meow minimal eye contact because eye contact is actually super intimidating for all animals but i know with cats like they say like if a cat is like staring at you, like don't stare back because it's like you're like telling them like, I don't know, it's kind of like a, yeah. yeah, you're like challenging them. So they say like, do like, if you are looking at them, do like really long blinks um, because that shows like I'm not intimidating, like I want to be your friend um, and that you're safe and or just like not looking them at them at all and putting your hand out for them to like decide if they want to approach you and then smell you. And then once they smell you and let you pet them, that's like the bond has been created. 
the bond has been created. <laughs> you have sealed the bond <laughs> from Avatar. <laughs> Cats are just like, uh, I guess I'm just hesitant around them because a lot of them can be pretty sketchy. They can be really fast and they have claws and they can jump real high and shit. And I'm like, ah, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. They just, cats are sketchy and I'm not like knocking it. I think it's great. I love that energy, but it's like with a dog, I feel like 99% of the dogs that I have met are just very friendly and come up to you, like want your affection. And cats are like, I don't fuck with you. I don't know you. Like they're smart. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. are you going to claw my face off or are you down with, you know, being my friend? So when I worked in animal, sh- I didn't work. I volunteered in the animal shelter on the cat side because like my cats have always been just like sweetheart, social, like lovey, lovey cats. And I don't know if that's just like how they like it. Like I read this mug that was like a good cat means they have a good cat mom. And I don't know if that's true. If they're just blowing smoke on my ass, but like, <laughs> I've never owned a cat that that was like mean like that. But I have had experiences in other people's homes or like at the shelter that I used to volunteer at where you didn't know like how the cat was going to act. And the first thing that I want to say to that is for people that own cats, please stop using your hands as like a way to play with cats because that teaches them that hands are okay to scratch and bite. Mm. If you use cat toys, every time you play with the cat, you will not have a cat that scratches and bites you. No. <laughs> I'm in people's houses and their cats are just like clawing at me. I'm like, fucking ow, stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've definitely been in houses where like the cat's nice, but then it's like batting at my hands. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not playing with you like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Interesting. But usually, yeah, if, if a cat does that, that's a sign that that's how their owner plays with them. Like roughs them up with their hands and stuff, okay. which you can do that with dogs. Yeah. But like, again, like we're comparing <laughs> dogs to cats when we shouldn't be. So that's the one thing. And then two, it's just like really sensing their body language, like just paying attention to like how they're acting with you is also like, yeah, gives you the idea of like, if they're fucking with you or if they're not. And if they're not like, that's okay. All right. You leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. (laughs) (laughs) But usually if you smell like another animal, like if you have a pet at home, a new cat will most likely like like you and like give you attention because you smelling like another animal signifies that like you're cool like they're like oh like this animal likes you so you must be cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's really funny that's interesting i'm pretty uh i don't want to say this wrong i guess i'll be corrected if anybody watches the youtube video but i'm pretty sure cats noses are stronger than dogs it might have been right might be their ears they both have really good fucking ears and senses. I thought that was interesting. And cats, like, vision is way better than dogs. Like, they can see colors and shit, but also, like, their peripheral vision is way better, which makes sense if they're, like, mm-hmm. hunters, you know? And mm-hmm. dogs obviously used to be hunters, too, but, like, over time. I mean, obviously, there's still dogs that hunt, but humans, I think we've just babied the fuck up. I was talking to my dad the other day. I was like, you know, in my next life, like, I would love to come back as a fucking golden retriever or like a saint bernard or something in like a rich household just be spoiled <laughs> sleep all day get treats i'm like that's fucking great we interrupt this sweet ass podcast episode for a message from our sponsor hey bitches it's me again are you tired of all the lame ass greeting cards you see in the store 
Would you rather send your loved one something that's fucking hilarious with cuss words and potentially insulting? Well, shit, you in the right place then. Head over to AsToldByEllie.com where you will find the best fucking greeting cards on the internet. And as a listener of this podcast, I got a discount code for you guys. Waffles will get you 15% off. Again, that's AsToldByEllie.com, discount code Waffles. And now back to the show. And then I was, this all stemmed from, they have this fucking fat shit dog. I love her, but she is fat as fuck. She looks like a little sausage roll. (laughs) She's like a little poodle, but she is like literally obese. She just like waddles everywhere, but she just lays the fuck down all the time. Anywhere, like by the pool, she's just like laying down. I'm like, this dog was fucking Princess Diana in her last. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. (laughs) She got to come back and just chill and have it made, and like that's what I want for my next life. That's so funny. I feel like Oriana definitely had some queen lifestyle in a past life because she definitely acts like the queen of the house around here. (laughs) Even her strut is like of royalty <laughs> i need to hear more about like cat personalities because i just like have it in my head that they just don't really give a shit about you and they're not gonna like care about you or cuddle with you or show you any sort of attention so solve this for me <laughs> so a rumor that i heard growing up or you know you know those lies that our parents just told us growing up like yes. can't have your interior light on in your car while you're driving it's illegal <laughs> it's just the dumb yes. lies they told us Burn it <laughs> so one of the dumb lies that my dad told me growing up was that male cats spray like they'll just spray all over your house and so we've never had like boy cats we always had girl cats and then as an adult like when I was getting adopting my first cat I got a girl cat two girl cats and then it wasn't until I started volunteering at the shelter is when I fell in love with boy cats like just their personality is just so chill and cool and like laid back and I don't know I just I just loved all the boys and I'm like the next cat I adopt I want it to be a boy so um I ended up adopting Dharma with his sister karma and they were already fixed i always get my animals um, when i adopt them they're already fixed Mm -hmm. so i haven't really experienced a cat that hasn't been like neutered or spayed and not once has dharma like sprayed anywhere or gone anywhere he's not supposed to it's always in his box you know sometimes one of the three i don't know who it is one of them does not like cover like like bury their poop when they go in the box, I, I don't know who the culprit is, but it's like, come on, common courtesy. It's funny that cats just know like, oh, I'm supposed to bury this because like, that's the thing to do. <laughs> it's fascinating to me that they even know to like go in a litter box, which that was yeah. their thing of mine about cats is I was like, I'm not having a shit box in my house that stinks. But then I'm like, girl, you've just been to people's houses who don't clean it out. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> like, no shit. <laughs> yeah I mean you definitely gotta like clean it on the daily but I don't even use like regular like clay um litter I use um plant-based litter and it's like basically looks like wood chips it's like made out of wood I feel like it just smells a lot better and more natural yeah but he's never sprayed so I'm like why did my dad tell me that like why have I been holding out on boy cats like all my life right (laughs) then I realized like oh maybe they fucking spray when they're in heat or whatever you know uh girls are in heat but do boys go in heat too like is that what that's called I don't know 
I don't know. About and I realized like how much of a difference in personality, like when you don't fix your cat, it's like literally a wild animal. <laughs> My cousin did not get her cat fixed until like a year later after she had it. And every month wailing, her cat would wail like every night and just be like out of her mind, absolutely bonkers. And, like, they wouldn't be able to sleep because this cat would be, like, literally screeching and screaming, like, all hours into the night, all day, every day. And she would try to run out, like, outside to, like, you know, go do her thing. <laughs> and she was just a total pain in the ass. And my cousin's like, why has nobody told us that, like, if you don't get your cat fixed, like, obviously they say get it fixed because yeah. there's an overpopulation problem. But nobody says, like, hey, if you don't get your cat fixed, they're going to be a fucking demon and, like, ruin your life. <laughs> Maybe that should be the commercial. <laughs> you should have, like, posters at the shelter. Well, I'm pretty sure when you adopt from the shelter, they're all neutered. That's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Typically. I know there are some places that, like, if you go to, like, to, like a small town or, like, more in the south, yeah. you may not fix the animals. Yeah, um, but that's definitely like protocol in Illinois for sure. I've never had a dog that wasn't fixed by the time that I got him. And I will say my neighbors, they have a golden retriever and he's not fixed. And they were just telling me the other day that he's like two, I think. And he just like pees all over their house. All oh, so they're like, we're going to get him fixed. And he's pretty hype. But I mean, he's a young, he's a puppy still. So right. I don't know if he'll like calm down more, but I've definitely heard that about dogs too, especially the boys. Like they chill out a little bit once they get a little snip. But with Collins, like I never, he didn't have any balls when I'm saying, <laughs> I'm not convinced he ever had balls. He's such a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know this, but when you get your cat fixed, when you take it in to get fixed and it's pregnant, Unless you say, like, when you're dropping your cat off, like, if my cat's pregnant, like, don't abort the babies. They will abort the babies. Oh, my God. I know. That's so sad. Mm -hmm. Who knew about cat abortions? <laughs> and I guess, yeah, when it's like, when, do you know um, TNR? Like, what mm -hmm. that stands for? It's um, trap, neuter, and release. So they do it with feral cats where it's to prevent, you know, the overpopulation of feral cats. So what they do is places will trap feral cats like the it's usually like an adult cat and then take it in, neuter it and then clip its ear and then set it back out to, you know, its environment that it grew up in. They say that once a cat is past six months of being feral, it's really hard to turn it into a domesticated cat. So like after like once it's an adult, like it's just it's better off like in the outdoors, like where it's grown up and where it's been yeah. rather than like trying to domesticate it. But if they find kittens that are younger, like under six months, they'll take those in, get them fostered, get them domesticated and socialized and then adopt them out. So that's actually how I got Karma and Dharma. They were feral. They yeah. were a part of a feral litter. It's interesting. I feel like with dogs, I don't think there's like a six month rule there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you ever had a dog ever? Um, I brought in a stray dog <laughs> when I was like five years old and we had it for maybe a week until my mom was fed up and called animal control. It was like oh, one of the saddest days of my childhood. <laughs> so that's the only time I've ever had a dog. Yeah. I feel like no matter what age they are, that they're happy to be in a home, whether they're a little shithead or not, you have, <laughs> you have to give them back. That's different, but... 
I could totally see that with cats of being like, um, no, it's too late. It's too late, yo. <laughs> Dogs are too like- Too late. <laughs> You've got a mind of your own. I've heard of like people like fostering or just like adopting senior dogs that are, you expect them to die relatively soon. But I'm like, I don't really hear about that with cats. I guess if it was a domesticated cat and, you know, the owner died, but it's not yeah. like if somebody finds like an old ass stray cat and is like, here you go. <laughs> Like, no, that would never happen. No, <laughs> motherfucker's gonna kill you. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me out of this house. Oh, they actually do get like, um, what is it? FIV, like feline HIV, pretty yes. much. Yes, I've heard. And with that, like, they can only be around other cats that are FIV positive as well. God. So those are the ones I feel bad for because those are the ones I see in the shelter the longest. Yeah, um, but it is nice. Like sometimes people are older and they just want an adult cat, like just one cat, you know. Yeah, and that's when it's like the best situation for sure for an older cat. Damn, that's so sad. I wonder how many. I'm gonna find out. Hey Siri, how many cats are in the world? <laughs> Overpopulated, that's for sure. The world has a population of around 600 million. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know if other countries do like TNR. Um, because I know that's pretty big in the United States, but I don't know yeah. if other countries do that. And maybe that's why you just see like cats like literally swarming like the streets and shit. Yeah, it was interesting too when we were um, in Greece because like I'm telling you, these cats were everywhere. And the the last island that we were at, we saw one and it had gotten ran over, hit by a car. And it was like, oh, they had that shit cleaned up quick. And it's like, I feel like I was thinking about it here. I'm like, man. I've been driving past the same dead armadillo in the road for like three weeks. Nobody's come to clean it up. But there, I think they're like, oh, shit, there's all these tourists here. Like, we got to clean this up real quick. And, you know, it was just like interesting to see that. I mean, I get it's like a tiny island, but that dead cat was cleaned up in like an hour. We walked by later and I was like, damn, they got rid of that shit quick. Because I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I'm like, what the hell? Why am I driving past this freaking armadillo still? <laughs> Could you imagine, though, if they weren't quick on that? Like, um, <laughs> how gross it would be? Yeah. I mean, there's everywhere. I'm like, these cats have to get hit by cars, like, almost on the daily. They're all over the place. Like, with one of the hotels we were staying at, we pulled up and there was, like, 16 cats, like, right outside the lobby. I was like, damn, oh this, is the <laughs> this is where this they is the spot. <laughs> they know where to go for food. <laughs> right. And I feel like all the people that worked at restaurants, like, hated me and Ben because we were, we were, like, feeding them. And then they wouldn't leave us alone. Like, one of these cats I literally thought was about to attack Ben because he gave it, like, a couple bites of food. And then the cat was like, give me more. <laughs> I was like pawing at him like and shit i was like this dude's this freaking cat is gonna scratch your face off because who wants this steak <laughs> right oh my which, god which speaking of which i watched on that little video dogs can be vegan and cats cannot or like vegetarian i thought that was interesting like cats have to have meat did they say why dogs can be vegan because i know definitely like the most important things in a cat's diet is meat and hydration and water so like that's like those are the two things that they need no matter what um they didn't really go into too much detail about it but i think that it kind of went along the lines of like dogs kind of evolved with humans and we were like sharing our food and stuff mm. like they would help hunt but then we would share stuff with them so i think just over time being fed you know plants or whatever the hell they're eating that they probably just adjusted i feel yeah. like back in the day they couldn't have been like vegetarian but now it's okay, which is really interesting because I never even thought about that. Like, do you think the people who are vegan 
and have pets like their pets are also vegan <laughs> like, I never thought of this whole world I mean unless they you know just give them dog food like like you know the dry food yeah but what if they're like no I'm not feeding my dog this chicken that's in this drive. I mean, absolutely. I knew um, this old woman. She was so cute. She had these big, I don't even know what kind of dogs, but they were big and skinny, like greyhounds, but like extremely fluffy. I don't know what kind of dogs they were, but she had two of them and she would literally cook their food. Wait, how do you know they were very skinny if they were also very fluffy? Did you see what was? Because you can tell by like <laughs> their long uh, nose. Okay. You know, like it was like I just think of a greyhound, like yeah. face. Like it couldn't be fat. It's gotta be skinny. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> she would literally like make their meals with real food. She put like ramen in that bitch and like peas and vegetables. I do that to my dog now, but that's just because he's old. So I'm like, you can eat whatever the fuck you want. I don't care anymore. He loves broccoli, though, I will say. I do let my cats eat whatever meat I'm eating. Yeah. Like kind of like what a bird does. I like put it in my mouth to like get off all like the grease and the butter and the garlic and stuff. (laughs) Like not from my mouth, though. Oh, okay. (laughs) Thanks for clarifying. Could you imagine? It's like, here you go. Oh, did you know, speaking of things that people don't know about cats, I mean, you might know this because of the lovely movie, Meet the Parents, how Jinxie the cat, like, she's in the toilet. (laughs) You can definitely train your cat to use the toilet. No, my uncles did this to their hairless cats. Really? Oh my God, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah, it starts off with you, you, you put the litter box, like, in the toilet like the cat definitely needs its designated toilet like yeah you can't just have one toilet and, and train the cat <laughs> so funny though i'm like damn that's if i could train my dog he shit on the floor the other day this is the first time he shit in this house so i'll give him some credit and it was thunderstorming out but i was like man this sucks like why can't you just go in the toilet when it's raining outside dude like god damn it could you imagine what that would look like dude he's so big too like it would not oh my god that'd be so funny but yeah my uncles and and it's like just even funnier because they're the hairless cats so it's like there's a hairless cat on the toilet right now but yeah they have like the one toilet that's not like they use every toilet so it's like that's the cat's bathroom <laughs> i love it so i feel much. like that's what i would have to do because i'm so like weirded out by litter boxes that i'd be like no you're gonna learn <laughs> you're gonna learn today <laughs> <laughs> do you ever see yourself getting a dog um probably not there you know there's so much responsibility yeah i already have a kid i've got <laughs> like i love how i can just leave town or we're like my home for like three four days and not have to worry about my cats yeah that's uh me and ben used to have four dogs like when we first started dating i had two dogs and he had two dogs we could never leave. Like, who are you going to get to watch <laughs> four dogs for you? Like, that's yeah. outrageous. And even just one is a pain in the ass. But I'm like, okay, we can at least leave our house now because we don't have to ask somebody to watch four dogs. But yeah, that's the interesting thing about cats is they're like pretty self-sufficient. Yeah. Even if my dog could like feed, if I could leave out food and water and he wouldn't just devour it all like in the first day or whatever, it's like the emotion for them of like having their owner away and i'm sure cats miss you too but they're not like crying at the door i don't think maybe but 
My dog would not be able to deal with it because of his anxiety. He'd be like freaking the fuck out. I actually have had my cats stay at somebody else's house. And that's when Dharma was crying for me all night because he was in an unfamiliar place and I wasn't there. I always try to get somebody to come. Like when we just went out of town, I had Ben's brother come down and stay at our house. Like I'd much rather somebody come stay here and let Collins like be in his own home still. Then just put mm-hmm. him in a completely new place. He's too old to be in a shelter now. He'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. But- I think another thing that's hard for me, because I live in the Midwest, so, like, winters are fucking serious here. <laughs> and I would hate to have to walk a dog, like, out in the cold. Yeah. Like, when I see people do that, I'm like, that fucking sucks. Or, like, when they're walking their dogs in the rain and shit, I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> how do you even, like, I don't know out time for that oh I gotta walk but like it's never been a task I guess that I've had to do yeah so well when we lived in Michigan too I'd be you know same shit I was like it's 14 degrees out I'm not taking him for a walk like this is crazy <laughs> and it's like I tried to be tough a lot and like sometimes I'd be out walking him and it's like 30 degrees out and I was cold but then I was like dude I can't do this anymore uh it's fucking cold out and he's old and honestly one of the best things for him was when we moved to Florida for one, like he yeah. wasn't getting like walked as much as he does here. I think the warmer weather like helps too. But his mm-hmm. legs, like you could see his legs were like he was losing a bunch of muscle and stuff because he wasn't getting walks for like four or five months out of the year because it was so fucking cold outside. So yeah, I will say like, yeah, that's totally a valid point. And especially with these bigger dogs too. Like they need to be walked. You can't just be like, bye, go outside and run around. Now you're good. Like, yeah. Absolutely. And I have always lived in apartments too. So it's not like I could just like put him in the yard for a couple minutes. Yeah. When I first got cons or maybe he's like three or something, I lived in an apartment and I would get home from work at like three, four in the morning from the bars. And I lived on a second, the second floor. So I would just open my apartment and let him like go run outside and go potty and whatever and come back up. And I wouldn't really, he was fine. He'd come back up. This motherfucker came back up one time with a full sandwich. (laughs) from where i don't know like some one that somebody like made in their kitchen or Uh, and gave it to him i was like i'm not no i think he just like found it outside (laughs) it's like three in the morning Uh, but i was like i'm not even mad right now because this is really impressive (laughs) oh and to answer your question because i looked it up while you were saying this dogs actually have a stronger nose than cats okay it was the ears then Mm -hmm. yeah sight definitely people say like it's a myth actually that cats can see in the dark they can't actually see in the complete dark but like because of how their eyes are designed like things reflect better for them interesting cat eyes cat eyes which i can't do i'm terrible at it (laughs) there is another i feel like i have so many random facts that like people like don't know about cats but one of them is don't put the food bowl and the the water bowl next to each other with cats because cats don't eat where they drink like think about it like in the wild like they're usually not eating what they just killed right next to a stream of water that makes sense so they say to do that which is actually ever since i learned that and did that because all the time i would get like cat food in there or they would get cat food like in their water Mm -hmm. from eating so that i would be like having to give them like you know giving them fresh water more often so now ever since i moved them the water bowls like don't get it dirty as easily too so it's a win win. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a documentary called wildcat on prime video like amazon prime mm-hmm. which was really cool because it was their first attempt 
do the opposite of domesticating an animal. They took a wild animal that was captured and for sale on the black market. They rescued it and then they taught it to survive in the wild. How'd that work out? I don't want to give it away, but (laughs) I'll just say they had to attempt it more than once. Dang. What's it called? Wildcat? Wildcat. Okay. It's really cool. It's cat documentaries. (laughs) It's the first time that anyone has ever attempted to um put a wild cat like back into the wild and teach them because like you know with felines if they become attached to their owner then it's hard for them to live on their own because they've been yeah you know being taken care of by somebody so that was the most difficult part I think of the documentary I will say that was the separation of like no you can't come back here like you have to stay out there oh it's so sad it is it is very sad but it has a good ending. <laughs> okay, that's all I needed to know. <laughs> you got any dog movies or documentaries? that? Oh, I don't want to share them because the dog always dies. <laughs> Actually, A Dog's Purpose is the cutest movie. I did watch that one. I did watch that one. Ben was telling me about some... A dog always dies. Not an air bud. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not watching it because I already know the dog's going to die. And he's like, well, it does, but it's still a good story. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> oh, with the dog's purpose? With basically every dog movie oh. out there, it's like you just get attached to this little character and then they die. And I'm like, what the fuck? So Airbud doesn't die. True. <laughs> what a like what a fucking weird movie when you think about it now. <laughs> and I was hooked on that shit. Dude, I was trying to get my dog to play basketball. I'm like, come on, dude. Like you got now I want to go back and watch it and just see how stupid. <laughs> The movies from the 90s are the best. Yeah. <laughs> like the wildest fucking movies. Airbud. There was like seven of those movies, yeah, right? And then he eventually had hockey. Yeah. Oh my God. Like who I sometimes when I think of like kids' movies and stuff like this, I'm like, dude, they're on something. Like they're tripping balls when they come up. Like they have to be. How can you sit there and have a serious fucking conversation like as an adult professional <laughs> and be like Let's make a movie about a golden retriever that is a basketball star. Like, what? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, pass that shit over here. Seriously. It was a hit. And it was, it was a hit. And we were all losing our minds over it, like, just going crazy. Who's this? Oh, it's that was actually, I think that was around, like, the time Space Jam had come out. <laughs> Michael Jordan days. Like, the Bulls were doing really great. So, I do remember basketball was, like, really exciting for me in the 90s. Yeah. It was a Chicago win. Yeah, <laughs> and we're both, like, very short. So, we're like, yeah, basketball. <laughs> it was a fun time to dream. <laughs> basketball star. No, bitch, you're 5'3". <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, I did want to share this right before me and Stephanie got on this call. There was a random dog taking a shit in my front yard. And I was like, this is appropriate right now that we're about to do this. episode." No owner, no leash. Like, don't know who the (laughs) owner was, did not have a leash, had a collar. So it belongs to someone. And it's just like this random like shepherd (laughs) or something, maybe a husky. And it was just shitting in my yard. And I was like, cool. Question, Ellie, because you said that litter boxes like gross you out. (laughs) But doesn't it feel equally as gross picking up fresh, warm shit out of the grass? <laughs> uh, because my dog shits like a minimum of three times when, when we go for a walk. But it's like, yeah, and he's a big boy. And I'm like, this is 
I don't know. I guess you just get used to it, but that's a good fucking point. You're like, bitch, you clean up shit with your hands and you're talking about this litter box. <laughs> I got a scooper. It's like covered and <laughs> I don't have to see the color. <laughs> One time Collins does this thing where he like, I don't know if he's trying to like cover up the poop or whatever, but he'll poop and then like kick his hind legs. But he just started doing this when he was like five. So I had never even seen him do it before. I was walking him when I lived in Texas. He does his business on a walk. I bend down to pick it up. He kicks it in my face. There was shit on my forehead. And I was like half a mile from home. I'm like, well, I have to get home. Like, what am I supposed to do? So, yeah. Yeah. So I guess litter boxes don't sound that bad now. (laughs) They do have self-cleaning ones also. Okay. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of the dog story, but I feel like all of my dog stories are either sad or traumatizing. Yeah. Might be why I don't have a dog. You know, I'm just going to tell this story. A dog jizzed on my foot once. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. (laughs) (gasps) I was 14 years old. I was disgusted. Oh my God. And I think that turned me off from dogs for a long time forever for life (laughs) the first dog that we got he peed on my foot when we got him in the car but like i mean it was still fluid but at least it was pee (laughs) that's traumatizing i get why you don't have dogs now you're like it's like in the movies from that moment on (laughs) stephanie was a cat lady for life freeze frame this is me this dog would have like red rockets all of the time for no reason and try to hunt like okay so i'd go over to my friend's house and she would like have like usually more than one friend over like it'd be like a group of us and he yeah. would like go around like trying to hump all of us like it was awful <laughs> it was a black lab did it have balls i don't remember i wasn't looking <laughs> um like i said my dog has been neutered since i got him but he tries to do this little thing at the park when in, back in the day, in his younger days, when he was young enough to go to the park, he jumps on top of a dog like he's going to hump them. And he just does like one quick hump and then he runs off. Like he just does it to like start shit. But that's like his move. And I know what he's doing. And like other dogs just get so pissed about this. But he usually knows that I'm about to yell at him or like another owner is going to yell at him. So he doesn't like go at it, you know? <laughs> One time my friend was over at my house and she brought her dog over and Colin started humping her dog. And I was like, you know what? I always yell at him to stop. Like, we're just going to see what he does. My dog was losing his fucking mind, dude. He's like spastically humping this other dog. He's like throwing his head around like all crazy. I was like, what in the fuck is going on? And we were like crying, laughing so hard that like this probably went on for like a minute. I mean, nothing was happening. He doesn't know what he's doing. I was like, Jesus Christ. So that was um, an interesting experience. (laughs) Oh, my God. Makes me uncomfortable. Makes me sneak attack. Yeah, you're like flashbacks, flashbacks. So I don't know how we just got to um, dog jizz and humping, but here we are. (laughs) Oh, dog stories. I was just trying to think of dog stories. That's the one. (laughs) And here we are. sorry Lou. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god all right well thanks for talking shit with me today hell yeah ali so yeah hopefully everyone that's made it this far <laughs> our dog cat phenomenon now you know to never compare a cat to a dog because they are 
Totally different. Very different. Okay, they said the dog was more like a walrus, and they said the cat is most like a mongoose. I was like, what? So I'll send you the video. It's very fucking weird. But anyways, I'll talk shit with you again soon. Awesome, Ellie. See ya. (laughs) Bye. Stop recording. That's it for another episode of the Fuck the Status Quo podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys like what I'm doing here. If not, then live your life, man. Set yourself free from my voice. I mean, why have you even gotten this far? (laughs) But if you know someone who would enjoy listening to this, please share this episode with them or post it to your story. Or you can go fucking bananas and run around town telling everybody that you run into. And then leave this podcast review because it really helps to get the word out there and help other people find this podcast. So that's it. That's my plug. Be a good person by leaving a review. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you guys in the next one.